and welcome to Belvoir in the Know, the podcast created for the Fort Belvoir community to stay in the know, on the go. I'm Command Sergeant Major Greg Kleinels, the Garrison Command Sergeant Major. And I'm Colonel Josh Seagraves, the Garrison Commander, so good to see you today, Sergeant Major. Sir, likewise. It's been a busy day. Yes, sir. So, Sergeant Major, did you know that MWR's Outdoor Rec is celebrating 50 years of getting us outdoors trying new things, and helping us relax. In addition to rentals, archery opportunities, trails, and a travel camp, Outdoor Rec also oversees the Belvoir Marina. And in this podcast, as a continuation of the 101 critical days of summer safety, we're discussing boating safety. The Belvoir Marina houses about 450 boats and still has space for more with both dry and wet storage available. That means that a lot of our neighbors and colleagues enjoy boating. However, boating safety should be at the keel of everyone's minds. So today we have a very special guest, Jack Crawford, who's the commander of the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary Flotilla 25-TAC-08 in Alexandria, Virginia. He has 40 years of the Coast Guard experience and has been with the Auxiliary for 10 years. He spent much of his Coast Guard career in marine safety as a ship inspector and as a casualty analyst. So, Mr. Crawford, Jack, thank you for coming to Fort Belvoir today to talk about boating safety. I'm very pleased to be here. Boating safety is important to the Coast Guard Auxiliary and to the Coast Guard at large. I hope so. That's an important part of what they do. I'd like to start out by just getting to know a little bit about you. And uh, so please share perhaps like a little known fact about yourself with the audience. Well, I've been building traditional wooden boats, including a personal kayak, for 25 years. Are they seaworthy? Well, haven't sunk one yet. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's good. a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> so that certainly ties into your careers. Um, you know, we're we're really lucky to have an abundance of recreational waters in our area, many adjacent to Fort Belvoir. Uh, however, obviously, everyone knows that boating has its dangers. Uh, for example, in 2020. A Homeland Security and Coast Guard report counted nearly 5,300 boating accidents, which caused 767 deaths, almost 3,200 injuries, and about $62.5 million in damage. So that's just a little bit of evidence that recreational boating activities rose significantly during the pandemic and based on increased boat sales and boat insurance policies and calls for boat towing help. So. Can you expand on some of the dangers of boating that boating presents? Glad to. Boating deaths increased by 25% from 2019 to 2020. Accidents increased by more than 26% and injuries increased by almost 25%. The important takeaways to boating safety are wear a life jacket all the time whenever you're on any type of watercraft. As with many things, drinking doesn't mix in any way with boating, just like it doesn't mix with driving a vehicle on land. Some of the biggest challenges for local recreational boaters uh, are other boaters who are intoxicated and don't have the capacity to maintain control of a boat. Use common sense, some of which cannot be taught. Taking a safe, uh, safety course and wearing a life jacket are two of the easiest ways to avoid becoming a boating safety statistic. 
77% of deaths in 2020, the operator did not have a safety class. Also, in 86% of boating drownings, the victim did not wear a life jacket. Yeah, those are some staggering numbers. You know, the, been on the water for many years, but not as an operator of the boat. And as a relatively new boat owner, I can see how these safety courses are important. So, and they're law, by law, right, Virginia? I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a requirement. So, all, all three of the local jurisdictions uh, require it. Yep. So three three jurisdictions: Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. Roger that. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So before the pandemic, the auxiliary offered boater safety courses to the community. Can you tell us what the status is for future courses? Well, the status right now is we're shut down because of the pandemic, and we want to get back underway with it. Uh, the problem is we want everybody, both the instructors and the students, to be safe. And right now, the facility we were using uh, doesn't strike me as being safe enough. We're going to have to have a more pandemic-appropriate facility to teach in. Uh, this thing's not going away. Yeah, yeah. I think in the meantime, there are some courses online for boater safety and being a boater operator that are mandatory to take as well. Uh, so what are some of the common boating hazards that we should be aware of, especially ones particular to this area and these waters? Well, start by being aware of all the things going on around you. While in the boat, near docks, marinas, uh, also be mindful of varying depths of water around here. Uh, and then pay attention to exhaustion caused by the constant motion of the boat, dehydration, you have to keep drinking, sunburn. All of these things cause fatigue that impairs capability. These also make the effects of alcohol worse. You get drunker quicker than ashore. You are the designated driver. Don't drink. Don't underestimate the weather. It can be a very real problem. I've had it pop right on top of me. Check the forecast on the NOAA weather band on your VHF FM radio before leaving the dock and then every couple of hours while you're out. Uh, shallow water and bad boat drivers can ruin your day. Charts and local knowledge can identify shallow water, but all require constant attention. Boaters should avoid distractions and inattention while driving. Control your passengers' behavior and motions while the boat's moving. When the boat's moving, kids should never hang or sit over the side of the boat, particularly the bow. It's illegal and very dangerous. Last year, there were 39 deaths involving a propeller strike. The number one cause of death at a boat is drowning, 450 in 2020. Please wear a life jacket. Yeah, Jack, that's very good. I think some of these operators on the water think that it's big open, there's no one else around. So I really like the fact that you still have to be aware of your surroundings uh, and, and other boaters, so thanks. Yeah, I think uh, one of the other things, you know, when you talk about charts and local knowledge and shallow water, like obviously a lot of tidal waters around here, so you got to understand how to read charts. I'm sure you, you guys, in your boaters course, you go over a lot of that basic kind of information. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of basic stuff that every, every boater should know. Yep. Um, so what, what do you, uh, let, let's talk about the fun stuff, really. So we talked about kind of, you know, safety and hazards, but uh, let, let's talk about really what's, what's important and what, what do you find enjoyable about being on the water? In, in, in an odd way, it's just being there, the openness. 
the air, the feel of the water on the boat, the, the wooded shorelines, the bald eagles, the ospreys. Uh, it, the, whole, the, the whole setting is just so enjoyable and so different from day to day. Yeah, yeah that's very good. Yeah. It can be very surreal and peaceful out there too. So as a relatively new you know, boat owner myself, what kind of best advice can you give myself and those other new boat first-time boat owners out there? First, first off, take a boating safety class. Second, study your boat. Know how it works. Know everything about it. Know the navigation rules and study the waters you plan to boat in. Know what you're doing and where you're doing it. Practice using your boat. Uh, slow down. Uh, Fairfax County cop told me speed st stood out to him as one of the most important factors. Uh, practice docking. Docking is not a polite term for a collision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I tell you, those uh, two things I pick out the most are practice and using your boat. I did that before I put anyone else on it because I want to know my boat before. That way, you know, anyone who got on, you know, I could you know help them through the process. And really, that yeah, practice docking, especially in severe weather, not even severe weather, high winds can affect a boat greatly. So thanks for those pointers. I appreciate it. Yeah, the, uh, let, let's talk about the, you know, the boating safety course for a minute. Where, where do you guys normally do that? Where is that normally held? We've used a couple of facilities. We're uh, actually, you, we were, until, until this all happened, this pandemic happened, we were using uh, the, uh, the, the, the meeting room at the uh, Washington Mill United Methodist Church just up the road from uh, uh, from here. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's good. Seems like a simple, you know, easy place to do it. So hopefully we'll get some reduced, you know, or further reduced restrictions and you'll kind of figure out how to do it in the environment that we're in. Um, so do you have anything to add to our audience about boating safety? It's a, it's a mindset, really. You have to want to know how to do it. You have to want to do it right and you have to have to study That's all, you, have, you have to learn a lot it's completely different it's not like driving your car yeah. Uh, yeah. so it's that's why the, the the boating safety class is so important it touches on all kinds of things that you might not suspect going in um and the the boating safety is i'm sure you could probably just find it online yeah, yeah. If you go into the auxiliary uh, website, yep. uh, uh, the, the easiest way to do it is to Google on USCG auxiliary uh, and, and well, let's see, boating ed is, is a term that can be used. So just call it uh, uh, safe boating classes. Yep. Uh, I, I tried a couple of ways yesterday, the day before, and it comes up a, a couple of different ways. And then you can go in and uh, enter your zip code, actually, and find the nearest class. Oh, okay. Nice. That's great information. So I think, you know, just finally, Mr. Crawford, just like to thank you again for being here with us. It's been an informative uh, session and reinforces the importance to stay safe, especially during the summer and particularly, obviously, as we've discussed today, while boating. So we appreciate your time and for educating us about boating in the area and boating safety. If listeners and residents have questions about boating and the auxiliary you, you just talked, talked about, about, you can 
Google the uh, Coast Guard Auxiliary and uh, your flotilla is 25-8 in Virginia mm -hmm. to find out. Um, is, is there any other prior service in the Coast Guard or other branch requirements for members of the auxiliary? No, actually not. Uh, a lot of us have prior service, but some of the more outstanding auxiliary members, uh, in my experience, have actually been uh, Army. Nice. Sergeant Major? Yeah, Mr. Crawford, thanks. You, you've had a lot of great points. Uh, you know, some of them are, you know, reading the guide and seeing what's mandatory on your boat. And you even mentioned some optional things that are really good, such as the radios that really keep you in bad weather, you know, trouble. So if you're going to be boating this summer, sir, I just uh, highly recommend that our viewers, you know, go study the material, as Mr. Crawford said, find out all the safety requirements that are needed. And if it's optional, maybe put it in your mind that that's required as well so you can stay safe on the water. Yep, that's a great, great tip. Um, so, Jack, thanks again. Uh, we've come to the end of another podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us today, particularly our special guests. So, information about the Belvoir Arena is available from belvoir.armymwr.com. Remember to wear your life jackets while boating. Get the COVID vaccine if you haven't. Download the Garrison app and make Fort Belvoir your installation of choice. And connect with us on our website, Facebook page, and on Twitter. And as always, thanks for joining us. From me to you, and now you know.